welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists that it is completely possible to have a great career in the arts. And if you ever want to tune in and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just check out the schedule over at facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly (laughs) and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. Hello, and welcome to another solo episode of the Artist Academy podcast. This episode, we are going to do a deep dive into one of my favorite topics, kind of, the algorithm. So it's not sexy. However, it is something that we're all throwing around here recently, especially with the recent algorithm changes on Instagram and Facebook and everything. So I just wanted to break it down and describe first what an algorithm is and then how it's used on all the different platforms. So Instagram, so we're mostly going to be talking about Instagram, but also Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, which you all know is my favorite (laughs) and also talk about how to beat it so once we're gonna first we're gonna understand what it is and then we're gonna talk about how to beat it and then we're gonna talk about how to spot viral content because that's how the algorithm works if you create something that's really good it will go viral hopefully and then also how to create your own viral content So yes, this all goes back to the Artist Academy framework, which I'm going to remind you of first is creating a product. So practice, practice, practice to create a product that is, yeah, that you're proud of and that is really good and that you can sell. And then the second part is to promote it and get it out to as many people as possible because, so the foundation is having a really good product. Okay. Like you can't, you know, shoot something out to the masses. You can't shoot something out to thousands and thousands of people. If you don't have a good product, they're not going to buy. However, on the flip side, if you have a really great product, that's step one. But if you have nobody to show it to, if if the algorithm, like I said, let's say, which is the purpose of this episode, if the algorithm isn't working in your favor, 
then nobody's going to see it. And so this episode, I want to really focus on that second step of defeating the algorithm or having it, not even necessarily defeating it, but treating it as your friend and having it help you. And you, you work with it and it works with you. So that way we can get your awesome product out there to the masses and have more people buying your product. Because this is not about a vanity metric, although likes and follows and all of that looks really good and it can kind of give you a little jolt of feel good. It comes down to making money with social media. And so social media is such a free tool, even still right now. I'm not sure that it's always going to be free, but for right now it is. So right now I want to teach you how to make the most of it because this is how I run the majority of the sales on my business is through social media. And so I'm just going to basically tell you everything I know about it. Okay, so getting into it. (laughs) So what is an algorithm? An algorithm is, first, I, I think it's so funny how back in the day when we were in math class, we were like, we're never going to use this, blah, blah, blah. Like, you should t- teach us something a little bit, a little bit more useful. Like, blah, blah, like we're never going to use this these math terms ever. And I think it's so funny how now <laughs> we're all throwing around this word algorithm, algorithm. You remember hearing that back in algebra in like middle school or high school? <laughs> I feel like all the math teachers are like, I told you so. <laughs> anyway, so an algorithm, what it is, it's basically a system designed to keep your attention on social media. So basically Facebook and Instagram and everybody, they have their own algorithm because they can't have a person, an actual person in there going through and picking through of, hey, this is good content, this isn't. They have a system that collects metrics, collects numbers, which is, you know, number of seconds you view something, um, how many people like it, how many people are commenting. All of that stuff combines to make an algorithm into which Facebook or Instagram and anybody can automatically decide if your content is worth shouting out to the masses, shouting out to their precious viewers. Because the longer that the customer or the viewer will stay on that platform. So, they are, you know, they are just as excited to put out your content as you are for them to put out your content. <laughs> so while, as we're going through this, I am going to give you a little bit of tough love here right off the bat because that's just actually how I was raised. So just to give you a little background of why, I'm just going to tell you exactly how it is. So my mom growing up, she is a very tough love kind of mom. So, and it, it's worked out in my favor, you know? And so, and I know this because anytime I would go for, go to her for advice, she would always give me the answer that, that I needed to hear, but oh, sometimes I just didn't really want to hear. Sometimes I just wanted to vent and have her feel sorry for me and all of this stuff. But I remember a couple times, especially, okay, not, not a couple times, a lot of the times I would call her on the phone and like be complaining about this or that, or usually boys, to be honest. <laughs> and I would be like, this guy did this, blah, blah, blah. And she would immediately be like, didn't you just do this, this and that? Like, no wonder he did that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, mom, <laughs> like, come on. Or anytime I'd be like, this guy, he's such a player. And she was like, okay, if you know he's such a player, you're either going to have to play him back better than he's playing you or get out. Like, and I'm like, 
man, why are you so right? So I would go to my mom for relationship advice and really just life advice. She is very life smart is how I would describe my mother. She, She's great. And so when a lot of people ask me for advice nowadays, I will sometimes give that just kind of a little bit cold, just like hard advice where I'm like, girl, get your shit together. And sometimes it's not taken very well. And so sometimes I kind of have to sugarcoat it for a couple of my friends or sometimes not even say anything at all. And so I kind of tread the line of do I, you know, do I give advice, how my mom gives it to me, which is really good for me. That's how I take advice the best is just cold, tell, tell it to me straight. Like I might not like it at first, but I'm going to appreciate it in the long run. And so that's how I'm going to give this little first bit of advice to you because I am so tired of hearing the, the, the algorithm, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's messing up everything, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's not. Your content just isn't that good. And I say that with a smile on my face and I say that in the, the best heart, trust me, but you need to step it up. And I tell that to myself too, because for a while, when the, when the algorithm first started to change, I was like, man, like I'm not getting the engagement I used to, like, and I kind of told, like, put a little tough love on myself, and I'm like, but am I like actually showing up to the full extent on every post? No, there are some where I take really good photos, it's a really good piece of art, I have a really good caption on it, and everything is just works, and I and how I know it should be for a good post, and it always does well. However. When I have shit content that's not as good, if I have a painting that's just not as good or halfway done, or I don't put a caption to something so I give nobody, you know, any backstory on it, or it's not a very well-lit photo, or the whites aren't white, or it's not something I usually post and it's just kind of half-assed on there, excuse my language, especially if there are kids listening, but if it's not good, then it's not going to get the attention. And so, who am I? to think, well, just because I put something on Instagram or Facebook, you know, it should be pushed out to the masses. Instagram or Facebook should feel sorry for me or just see that I'm posting, so I'm putting a little bit of effort into it, and they should, you know, they should put it out there for everybody to see. No, like, I am not privileged in that way. Like, you know, I've grown up with a lot of privilege in my life. I know that. However, I think people who treat the algorithm in this such way, thinking that just because they're showing up and posting, and, you know, maybe not putting a whole lot of thought into it, but they're just showing up and posting that they are privileged enough to where their stuff needs to be put out just for everybody to see like it used to be. Stop it. Like, cut it out. You are your, you are, sorry, blah. you are the only one holding you back with that kind of mindset. And so when people are talking about, well, the algorithm, I actually, okay, so obviously not saying names, but I was talking to a friend I, maybe about a month ago or, some, or something like that, and she's not really big on, on Instagram, and she, like, she'll show up sometimes and do this, blah, 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 and the algorithm has recently changed, obviously, everybody uh, has noticed that on Instagram. And so she was talking about it, and I was like, yeah, you should post more. And she was like, well, the algorithm changed, so, like, why even try now? And I was just like, what? <laughs> that's just a real, that, like, to me, that's just, that's just saying, why should I, you know, I don't deserve to have a business. Or, or it's basically just saying, like, you know, why should I even try? Like, like it's such a privileged thing to say. And I'm like, okay, so there's a little bit of a bump in the road and you're giving up? What? You obviously don't want it bad enough. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, you don't want it bad enough. 
and we're spoiled and not just her not just me everybody we are spoiled with how things used to be when Facebook and Instagram and everybody first started like you you'd put a piece of content on there and there was no algorithm in place. It was just if someone happened to be online during that time, they would scroll. It would scroll like, I mean, remember back in the day, you would see like posts from like one minute ago, five minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, an hour ago, and it would just go, go, go until you reach like six hours ago where you last logged on. And then that was it. That's, that was your post for the day. There was no algorithm. It wasn't showing you stuff that you loved. It just showed you stuff from people you followed and assumed that you liked everything that, that everybody posted from everybody that you followed. And so nowadays, how the algorithm works is, okay, I'm trying to break this down in the best way I know possible, but basically, I don't know the exact way to do it, but I was explained it recently in the form of like a point system. So say you post a video on Instagram. Actually, Heck with it. Let's just go with TikTok because TikTok's the one that I love to talk about the most. Okay, say you post a video on TikTok. Okay, and if you're not on TikTok yet, just check it out. And by the end of this, after after we do this episode, you're gonna want to be on TikTok after I after I share some statistics with you. So say you post a video on TikTok, and someone so it, it's in a point system. So if someone watches it all the way through, you get like five points, okay? If someone watches it all the way through twice, you get like 15 points, okay? And then if someone comments, you get three points. If someone likes it, you get five points or, or whatever that is, or yeah, close to that. So what really, really, really matters on that, obviously, is people re-watching it. Okay, if someone is re-watching your video, think about it. If you re-watch a video, then that means you really like that video or you like it enough to watch it again. It's kind of like watching a movie, kind of, you know? So like if it's, if it's your favorite movie, you've probably seen it 5, 10, 15 times, right? There was this movie back in the day. So do not make fun of me. And actually this just came to my mind and not sure why I'm sharing it, but there was this movie back when I was in middle school, which I should not have been watching at all, but it was a movie called Jawbreaker, okay? And it was about these popular girls in school and they were mean and stuff. And I'm pretty sure I got some of my middle school girl meanness, which I quickly grew out of. I'm just saying, I quickly grew out of it. But I got some of my middle school girl meanness out because I watched this this movie. And I would watch it every single week. When my mom would go over to her friends for card games, we would get to rent a movie every time. And I would rent this movie over and over again because I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be popular. <laughs> I'm just going to watch this movie and watch it over and over again. It's the same thing with TikTok, okay? If people are re-watching your content, think about it. TikTok wants viewers to stay on their platform as long as possible. If they are just scrolling and they watch most of your video and they like it and then they move on, that's not keeping them on like on your video for as long as possible. If they're rewatching it, TikTok is going to push it out to so many more people. They're like, okay, this person likes it enough to watch it two, three, or four times. We're going to push it out to other people and see if they have the same reaction. 
Okay, so think about it like that. Like, do you want to watch your own movies or your own clips or videos over and over and over again? Because that's, I mean, I know a lot of us, whenever we make a story, like whenever you make a story and you're talking on it and stuff or you, you'll do like a painting video or something and like we'll, we will all rewatch our own <laughs> our own stories and I am guilty. And I, I watch it like I don't know what's coming next. I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> so... Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's like they had this point system of how long can you keep the viewer's attention and then TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and everybody will reward you for keeping the attention of your viewer and the longer you keep it, the more they're going to push it out. Okay. So with Instagram, okay, so I'm just going to back it up and I'm just going to go to Instagram because that's one, Instagram is really sexy right now. Okay. Back in the day, Facebook was the new hit thing. Remember, all the kids were on it, and now all the adults are on it. And now, uh, Generation, what is it? Generation X, Z? I don't remember. <laughs> what's what's the one um, that came after Millennials? I can't remember exactly. <laughs> but the youngins right now. So I'm a millennial. What the younger version of us? They almost skipped over Facebook right now. And I've talked to a couple of them recently, and they're like, "Yeah, my parents are on it, but like, I'm not really on it." And I'm like, "What do you want?" And they're like, "They're on Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok. That's what the young kids are on, or the ones that I'm talking to, anyway." And so, when you look at something and you look at just how many years it's going, and just how many like it's always the kids that are on it first. And then the adults come later. And it's so funny because like, if you think about, if you think about your parents, right? Whenever you show them something new, there's, I mean, there's a lot of hesitation. Computers, right? Um, podcasts, um, just anything new that's might be a little bit hard. There's a lot of hesitation in it. Whereas kids are like, yeah, like, let me, let me pay, play around with it for a little bit. And and yeah, like, let's just go for it. Kids are, there's a lot less hesitation with kids. And so, which that's the reason why I think that TikTok is going to be pretty big here recently. So we have Facebook that's been around for 10 years. And then there's Instagram, which is the new hit thing right now, right? Instagram is kind of this middle ground to where some older adults are on it and a lot of kids are on it and a lot of millennials are on it. And millennials are the ones who are like have the businesses right now, you know, they have a bit more experience than than the younger ones. And so there's just there's a lot of people on Instagram right now and that can change in the next several years. And so if you think about it, the longer something has been out, the harder it is to get attention on it is basically what I'm saying. Facebook has been out over 10 years, right? Back in the day, it was pretty easy to, you know, find people. People were tagging everybody everywhere. You were finding friends that way. And nowadays, it's so hard to get any attention on Facebook and you almost just have to pay for it as a business. And it kind of sucks. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. I don't like it at all, but I still play the game because there are a lot more buyers on Facebook for me than there are on any other platform. However, I very much know that that will change. That's why I'm putting effort into Instagram and TikTok and, and other places. Okay. So for Instagram, Instagram is in this kind of switch mode right now where Facebook did it a while ago. It's super hard, super, super hard to get attention on Facebook. Instagram is going into this area where it's getting harder, okay? Right now, it's getting a lot harder. And I, like I was saying, a lot of people are like, well, I'm just going to give up or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And 
I just want to say, like, don't give up. Think of it. Think of it as a challenge. Think of it as a challenge that you are ready to show up for. And I was listening to one of the Instagram influencers that I follow, and it was like a month ago or something, and she was talking about this, and she was talking about how she runs like a, a fitness business basically online and she's she has thousands of followers on instagram and so the algorithm has affected her as well and so she was doing a talk about it and she was doing it live on her instagram and she showed up and she was in a bikini in a hot tub talking about it and you could see like she was like leaning on the side of the hot tub and you could see her from like the waist up and she was just in a bikini talking about it and she was like and about halfway through she was like i know that more people are going to stop and hear what I say because of what I'm doing right now and what I'm wearing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is brilliant. And I'm not saying for you to go in a hot tub and paint in a hot tub and post things in a bikini. Although I think I mentioned before, I have talked about that before. I have thought about it. If my art did not take off, I was prepared to go and go into other means to get attention, but I have not, thankfully I have not had to do that, but I thought it was so cool how this brilliant, you know, health influencer, health coach was talking about this and the, like part of the reason, even me as a female, I stopped because I was like, whoa, her bot is awesome, you know, and a lot of guys are going to stop because of different reasons. But the main thing she wants to get out of that is she wants to get her her word out. I mean, she wants to she wants people to listen to what she's saying. And she knows that if she shows up and a little bit more provocative, I mean, she's not like bent over with her tongue in her mouth, like anything like that. However, her, her finger in her mouth or she's not being like slutty about it. I mean, I mean, I, I guess that's my opinion. You might have a different opinion of showing up in your in your bikini, but I, I, it was done very tastefully, and so that was her way in her industry. I'm not saying do it as a painter. I'm not saying do it, <laughs> although I ha I do see a lot of other painters. You know, Casey paintings. If you search Casey paintings on Instagram and if you follow her, you know the girl paints in sports bras, and her body is. It's awesome, and she gets a lot of attention for it. However, I'm not, you know, second-guessing her talent or her anything because she's showing up like that, but she knows the better she looks, the more attention she's going to get. And I'm not saying for you to do that. I'm just saying figure out a way to beat the algorithm, and people are doing it in their own way. So if you're finding that a lot of people, you know, they, they like the close-up, they, they like to see speed painting, like they like to see your time lapses more, post more of that, you know? So just kind of work it in your own in your own way. Also, moving on past Facebook, I'm not even going to talk about Facebook anymore because Facebook just annoys me that you it's just so hard to get... Uh, to get followers and attention on Facebook. Although, oh, hold on, back it up. There is one strategy on Facebook that you have to try, okay? I saw somebody post about this, and so I did a giveaway during Christmas, like surrounding this whole idea of how to get followers on Facebook, and it worked. This one idea worked, and it doubled my followers on Facebook. So I'm like, I have like 50 some thousand on Instagram, and but Facebook, like on my page, I had I was struggling to get two thousand. Like I was I was just growing, growing, but just so slowly. Now I have over three thousand, and it's because of this one tactic. So basically, what you're gonna do 
is and like try it with with one of your friends phones like somebody who like likes your art and wants to support you and doesn't mind you taking her Facebook uh, app and, and, and doing this really quick um, or you could just try it on your own as well and so you're gonna go to Facebook and you're gonna go to your page on on Facebook so your page so not not your Instagram or sorry not your Facebook profile you're gonna go to your business Facebook page and you're gonna scroll just a little bit down and you're gonna see things like photos profile all that and you're gonna scroll and scroll to the left so like take your finger and slide it from the right to the left and you're gonna see the word community pop up so there, there's these, all these different words and I'm not looking at a screen right now to tell you exactly what words are and in what order and I think it's a little different for everybody else but there's this little word called community and click on community and you're gonna scroll down just a bit and then you're gonna click on invite friends and then it'll take you to this page It'll take you to a brand new page on, on there and it, you can say, you can click invite all and then submit. So go to your Facebook page, go to community, which is just right up close to the top there. You might have to kind of try to s struggle to find it really quick. I did, but Facebook page, community, invite friends, invite all. And it will automatically invite all of your friends on Facebook to like your page which is amazing. And so I did that and I had a giveaway to where anybody that did that for me got entered in a giveaway. And I think maybe like, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 people did it. And it was amazing. And it, it almost doubled my Instagram page likes in just a couple days. It was amazing. And I'm gonna, now I'm gonna do one again, at least if not this month and then, then next month, just to, just to give it some spaced out time in there and just because it works. And so everybody should drop what you're doing right now, pause this podcast and go do that. If you have not done that yet, go do it because it's not a, for a vanity metric. I'm telling you again, it's not a vanity. It's the more people that like your Facebook page, the more people will see your stuff and the more sales you will make. It's all about getting attention, okay? And for you to get in, get attention, get it in any way you can, get it in the way you feel most comfortable with, this is a quick, easy hack for you to get a lot of attention really quick. And also, I, you know, I, I did it in the form, in the form of a giveaway because I'm all about like, help me help you. Like, I don't wanna just ask people to do it. I like to, hey, if you do this for me, I'll, I'll do this for you. That is my preferred method to do business. And so that's why I did it like that. But yeah, okay. So, also, moving on. I think I mentioned this before as well, but I'm just, I'm just gonna mention it again. When you're talking about, because we're, we're, we're talking about algorithm, and so we're talking about getting attention on all the different platforms. I posted a video here about a few months ago. I posted the exact same video, one to TikTok, one to Instagram, one to Facebook. Exact same video. It was maybe like a 15 second video at tops of a time lapse or something like, like that. And I posted on Facebook, it got a couple hundred likes and, or sorry, a, a couple hundred views, not, not a couple hundred likes. On Instagram, it got a couple thousand views, not bad. On TikTok, it got a couple hundred thousand views. And I'm pretty sure it was like, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly, but just the results were just just stupid. I, and at that moment, I was like, I am so mad at Facebook. <laughs> why, why you gotta do me like that? <laughs> and so I, yeah, so that's when I decided, I was like, okay, well, the attention's on, on TikTok right now. I'm going to focus on TikTok. And I didn't abandon Instagram and Facebook. I just put a little bit more effort into TikTok and it's been great. I have 
260,000 followers on TikTok right now, which is great. I've made no sales. However, I play the long game. And when people ask me, like, oh, yeah, well, is it profiting? I'm like, it will. And I, I know it will. But it may not right now because a lot of the followers on there are 16, 17, you know, maybe even younger. And so in a couple years, when they actually get a job after they've seen me on TikTok posting my art all the time, I'm going to do a sale in a couple years and they're going to be like, oh, I have $50 to buy this print. I'm going to do it because I've been watching her for the last couple years and I would, I've been waiting for the moment where I could afford a piece of her art in my home and I will cherish it forever and they will bite on it. And that's how it happens. And so it's all about playing the long game with the algorithm, figuring out what works for you and just keep posting. Keep posting all day time. Okay, I'm gonna also cover really quick, just because I've been hearing a lot about LinkedIn here recently and I just wanna tell you about it. I am all about listening to, the, to uh, business podcasts and just business and marketing people talk and about what's next and I'm always thinking about what's next, obviously with TikTok, however, I've heard a lot of great things about LinkedIn and I'm really interested and I'm just gonna talk about it really quickly. And I just want you guys to put up a couple posts on LinkedIn, a couple business-minded posts, you know, know your audience. Everybody on LinkedIn is very business-minded and looking for business opportunities and liking business things on there. So if you have a couple business-minded posts, throw them up on, on LinkedIn and see how, see how it does. I did that when I created a community mural here recently. I made a video over it and I talked about how I created it for the community and it took over a year to really put everything together and over three weeks to paint and all, and all this. And I was super excited about the community. That That's a very LinkedIn kind of a thing. They love community, community support, local businesses, stuff like that. And it blew up. It got so many views and I want to say... 20,000 impressions is what it got or something like that. I have tried other posts on there and they haven't gone as well. However, I'm just now like dipping my feet into there and I didn't create a brand new video or a brand new photo or anything. I'm just reusing the things that I'm already using on Instagram and Facebook and all of that and just putting it on LinkedIn and seeing what happens, you know, because it takes five minutes to do it. You know, it's just, it's just trying different things. So I would like to suggest to you to maybe try it because I've heard a lot of good things about LinkedIn and that a lot of people think it's going to be really big in a, in a couple years. And I know you're like, you just added another thing on my plate. I cannot take another thing. Just I'm just saying plant the seed and because I'm all about getting in on things before everybody else does. Because when everybody else does, like Facebook, it's, it's just a lot harder to get attention. So yeah. Okay, so how to find viral content. It's actually really, really easy if you think about it, but it's a little bit harder once you get into the specifics. So how to find viral content for research purposes for your own content. So go to people who are doing things that are similar as you. So artists, right? Or even not artists, even maybe like an inspirational person who you follow or whatever. You'll go to their Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or something and you'll scroll and you'll, you'll look at their likes or their views, and you'll notice that about every video gets maybe like, what, 100 likes, we'll, we'll say. But there's gonna be a video when you keep scrolling that will get 10,000 likes, okay? And there's, there's gonna be a big jump in a number somewhere on their page. It's gonna go from 100, and they might have like 100, 200, 300 likes. That's kinda usually where it goes about. And then you'll see one, that has like 5,000 or, or, you know, just to have a big jump on there on my page as well. If you, if you go to my page, I'll, I get on average 
maybe a thousand likes on something like per post, maybe. And how I kind of judge it, if it gets over a thousand likes, it's pretty, it's pretty good. However, I had, I did a post here recently that got like 4,500 likes and I was like, whoa, okay. This is, this is the algorithm working in my favor, telling me to post more stuff like this. That's it. So you're going to go on everybody else's page. And if you, and this is mostly if you haven't gotten anything viral on your page yet, and I say yet very strongly because you will go on somebody else's or, you know, go on yours like, like I do, go on somebody else's, find that piece of content that has way, way, way more likes than anything else, and then dissect it. And dissect it, I mean really look at the specifics of it. So if it's a painting, and the painting is pretty good, but you notice that they're in that video, whereas the other ones, it's a, it's a close-up of the painting, and but say this time-lapse that they did, they're in the time-lapse, it's a really well-lit time-lapse, and uh, the whites are white, the, it, they happen to paint it outside with a, with a beautiful landscape in the background, like all of those things matter, those are kind of bigger things, but I want you to just pay attention to the specifics, like where the camera is placed, is it overhead, is it to the side, is it right behind them and they're painting off to the side? How long is the video? That's really key too. How long is the video that they just posted? Is it eight seconds? Is it 15 seconds? Is it a minute? And I'm just going to tell you, the videos that are posted on Instagram and Facebook, the longer they are, usually the less... Um, like the less uh, interaction they get, usually. Same with TikTok. I will not post a video longer than 15 seconds on TikTok because I know it just, it won't get as much engagement because the algorithm on, on TikTok is if people will re-watch it. And I know if the video is shorter, so say, you know, eight seconds as opposed to 15 seconds, if the video is shorter, they are, you know, way more likely to rewatch it because it's less time. And, you know, everybody's, everybody's patience is so, so, so short nowadays. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's so true. And so the shorter it is and the more concise and the better it is, and if you can hook them right away, that is what's going to create a piece of viral content. So if the content is good, uh, if the whites are white, if the video is shorter, if the camera is placed in a really good area, if there's maybe a surprise ending, usually if there's a, there's a surprise ending, people will watch it over again just to see the ending again. That's huge. <laughs> um, just figure out what in detail what people are doing as opposed to what else they have done and just do that. So for example, Another example, I just posted, actually last night from when I'm recording this, last night I just posted three videos to TikTok of drip lettering. And one was pink, one was green, and one was blue or whatever. And I posted three videos and I was drip lettering, spelling out three different words. And I posted all three of them and I woke up to one of them having one million views and the other two having less than 5,000. And to me, I was like, these videos are all the same. However, once I really studied them, you know, after I, after I videoed it, after I let it sit, after I saw the comments, because what people are commenting on, you might not even notice if they're like, oh, your, 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 your cat's in, in that video or, or, oh, your the, 
whatever, but pay attention to the comments and what people are commenting because that can also, you know, give you a tip onto how is this video different? How is this photo different than any other ones? Because people see what we don't see all the time. And it just takes that little bit of uniqueness to really catch someone's eye and make them view for longer, which helps the algorithm. So I was really dissecting it. And the one that did the best, I, I squeezed the, the pin a bit more. So there was a lot more drip in that one. Also, I like the also the paper kind of fell off a little bit and so I had to catch it and so it was a little unexpected. Uh, it was also eight seconds long where my other ones were a little bit longer than eight seconds and so all of these all of these factors in it it can be the difference between you getting 5,000 likes and 1 million. So and it also could have been the word I know I wrote the word smile in the one who went viral but I also wrote the word be happy or the words be happy and one and the other one that didn't get very much. So, I mean, they're the same kind of context, but just it's the way I wrote it, the speed, um, the little quirks that happen and all of that, it can be the difference between getting just a thousand views or a couple thousand and getting one million. And what happens when you get one million, that's one million people who are seeing your content. And there will be a potential buyer in that one million people, even if it doesn't happen right away. Even if it's not immediate. We are in it for the long game. And yeah, I just, I know if you're patient and if I'm patient and we show up every single day, things will happen. So yes, okay. Um, also, I just wanna share this really quick story, really like in, in the last bit. So I recently had this opportunity come up and I don't know if it's a for sure thing yet. I'm not even really gonna talk about it in detail yet, but it's basically this company called and they wanted to buy some original artwork from me and it could potentially be a really cool opportunity. And he was talking to me about it and I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds really awesome. And not to go into the specifics, but he mentioned, he was like, yeah, I've been following you on Instagram for a while. I saw one of your videos. So I know that your personality and the way you present yourself is like he was talking to me and I know the way you present yourself is, you know, how we would want an artist to be represented during our through our company and just like and I've been following you for a while you know we love your attitude we love the paintings we do this I also saw you had a podcast we, we like that and so all these different things made this company call me because I was putting out so much stuff and I wasn't putting it out with the hopes of maybe a large company will call me and want to buy original artwork from me that wasn't my goal. I was just putting things out there, you know, partly for views and partly to help the algorithm. And then another part is for Artist Academy. And then another part is for this and that. But all these things combined attracted someone who could could maybe have a really good opportunity for me. And it's something that I didn't expect. And so when you're thinking about, oh, you're putting out this video, you're putting out this content, that things add up and people see the overall the overall thing. So if you're like, I don't really want to do a live today. I haven't really seen any immediate value from it. Just think about it. There will be, but just don't expect it right away because that's a really good, a really good example of something that I got just by putting out content all the time. You know, just things, things can happen if you're putting out consistently every single day, like we are with the 31 day challenge and all of that. Okay. Also, I just, for the last bit, this is all, this is the last bit that I'll say, and I hope this, this episode on the algorithm has helped you 
a bit to understand it and also motivate you to start putting things out there and making things happen, but only about 10% of your social media audience actually sees your content. And I know I talked about this, like put it out there for everybody to see, they will. The, al- the more the algorithm is in your favor, the higher that percentage goes. But on average, only about 10% of the people see your content. And so that is why this next episode will be all about an email list and getting people out of social media and on to your email list. So that's all I'm going to tease about that. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly (laughs) and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am at art by Andrea Earhart. I will then promote your art on my story and tag you as a little thank you for helping me grow this podcast and our Artist Academy community. I have a reach of over 50,000 on Instagram. So this is a little help me to help you incentive. Also, if you ever want your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy to check out the schedule every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you next week.